yeah. So this is episode three of Flourish Heavy. Uh, great episode, man. We got New York Nico, a.k.a. Nicholas Heller, pure New Yorker, probably the most New York guy I know. Uh, a few years back, he started this Instagram account called New York Nico, where he started documenting, you know, New York street culture. And it's just evolved into live events and a cult following. And he's a really talented director. It's a good episode. Um, enjoy it. Flourish. You understand that? You already know this episode of Flourish Heavy is brought to you by Lifehouse. People ask me how I lost weight. This is it. They got two locations. There's one on Sunset uh, Boulevard, 7515 Sunset Boulevard. And there's another one in the Westfield Centrium City Mall. Um, And this is the shit, man. This is the shit that's going to make you flourish. And if you are not in L.A. and you want to order their products, you can go to LifehouseTonics.com. Flourish. Welcome to the Heavy Show. I am joined here by the homie Nicholas Heller, aka New York Nico, here in Manhattan. <laughs> one time, one fucking time for the flourish. <laughs> so I'm so happy to have you in studio. Um, Nicholas Heller is an extremely talented director. Um, that's transitioned with one of the most interesting Instagram accounts, a lot of people would argue. It's uh, something that's really blown up, I'd say, over the past year or two. Yeah. And I just want to talk to you about that progression of it. Like, Let's do it. You're, you're such a New Yorker at heart. You're, what, 30, 30 years old? 29, 28, 28. 28. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're a little younger than me. How old are you? I'm 31. Oh, you don't look a day over 30. Oh, it's that probiotics, dog. I've saying. been fucking ingesting probiotics. Um, but I'm so happy to have you in the studio. I want to talk about how it all kind of progressed. Mm-hmm. You went to school in New York, became a director. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to, uh, I was born in Union Square. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to high school at this liberal arts school in uh, in the village mm-hmm. where they kind of let me do whatever I wanted in the name of art. Mm-hmm. Um, so there I kind of like started making these films and they uh, it's really it's really fucked up. And I hate admitting this, but I made snuff films in high school. Oh, wow. That's the shit that I was making. Yeah. You made porn? Basically, so like I said, I went to this progressive art school in the village. My the founder, I had no idea dude, about the this. founder of my school was a lesbian. Like it, it's as liberal as it gets. Mm-hmm. So they kind of let you do anything you wanted in the name of art. How old were you? Uh, ninth grade. Oh my! 14. If I could have been in the ninth grade shooting porn, I probably would have been doing it too. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't porn. <laughs> okay. But I'll I'll get to that. So no penetration. <laughs> no penetration. Okay. Well. Okay. So anyway, um, my whole thing was like scaring the shit out of my teachers. Okay. I just wanted to see how far I could push this. Yes. Um. So like I started by making this film about uh this guy who beats the shit out of some dude who like hangs out on his who loiters on his stoop. Uh, which was like loosely based on a story in my life because I had these assholes who would always hang out on my stoop and I always thought about beating them over the head with a baseball bat. (laughs) So that was the first film I made. Did not get into any trouble. Okay. So then the next one I made was about uh, a pedophile who... Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. The the shit that I made was just... Fucked up shit. so fucked Fucked up. up Like, everyone was making these, like, little stupid artsy film about what what was the what was the porn? So, So then I made this film, and it's still on YouTube. It was re- so Look this, it up. this was 2006 when like YouTube just kind of became a thing. Yeah. And the assignment in my class was to uh, make a, f- a viral video, make a viral film. And we all had a competition like within the class to see who got the most views. And I made a film called Ready for this? Yes. Get your Googles ready. <laughs> Girl gets raped dot 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 thanks MySpace. Oh my god. That was the name of my film. And it was about a girl who met this guy who who met a catfish. This was like before catfish too. Oh my god. Um This is so ahead of its time. Totally, totally. YouTube two thousand and six. Catfish before it existed. So it was a girl who met this guy on MySpace, like this hunk, and then it turns out that he's like this really creepy fucking rapist dude and he ends up uh raping her in in my cafeteria. We like filmed a, this a rape scene in my cafeteria. So dark. Yeah, and you know there was no. <laughs> this is so. Wait, so this still exists on the internet? It's on the internet. So, so basically, did, did, did you I, win? 
Oh, of course. It got like 50,000 views in two weeks. Wow. Um, and I, th- I think it's at like 51,000 right now, last I checked. So it hasn't been doing too well. Check it out, guys. Recently. But fucking, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, oh, so it still exists online, but um, I used an, a- a- I was really into Aphex Twin at the time. Okay. You know Aphex Twin? Okay. Um, no, so I don't I- know what Aphex Twin is. Really? No. Oh. What is that? It's a musician. Oh, okay. Okay, my uh, bad. He does, like, techno. Like, I'm weird, really like, bad with names. Sh- I'm really bad with names. Um, he's an American. Or okay. M- actually, he's British. Okay. So maybe, I, I know you don't know people outside of Canada other than me. <laughs> um, so I'm just bad with names. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I used, like, a lot of his music for the soundtrack, and then finally, because it went so viral at the time, YouTube was like, oh, got to pull that because you didn't license it, and they, they put uh, this, like, royalty-free uh, classical music over it. So Jesus. it does not fit at all, and it makes Jesus. it... Yeah, so anyway, it's it's online. Check it out. Um, and then... But yeah, I kind of like got over that phase once I got into college. Mm-hmm. Um, Where'd you go to college again? I went to Emerson College in Emerson. Boston. And that's, that's not where you met Joey. No. So I we have Joey. a mutual friend yes. who's another extremely talented director mm-hmm. and photographer named Joseph Sentiel. Strange Customs. Strange Customs. Um, he put us in touch and what was interesting about it is that what I want to talk about is, you know, Joey, great guy. He religiously used to leave his apartment and he'd be walking with his camera and he'd be taking pictures of these people on the streets of New York. Mm -hmm. And it was art. It was a form of art. And you were doing kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And Joey Joey was a huge inspiration Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I, yeah, for sure. Like I loved the stuff that he was doing. He was really doing it, yeah. and then he left to go back to Toronto mm-hmm. under some you know shitty yeah. circumstances with his family, mm-hmm. and you kept it going. Mm-hmm. And there is such a love for New York, New York culture, mm-hmm. and you've en- encapsulated it so yeah. well. I feel through the Instagram. And that's why it's gained such recognition, yeah. and why why you have so much like juice, you I, know? Yeah, totally. Um, and I think it's cool that people like Michael Rappaport and Jeff Garland and all these people are who are fucking with you mm-hmm. um, are recognizing it. Totally. But not not just that you're you're using it for a good cause. You're using it for the city. You're not mm-hmm. trying to make money off this shit. No. You have been putting together these events, mm-hmm. and I want to hear about them. I know they're like they're basically like talent shows because it's funny yesterday i was with a dude a new york guy met him for the first time we we're hanging out we we're talking and i started talking about your instagram account mm. i pull it up he's looking through photos i know i know her yeah. i know him yeah these people who you are interacting with are new york celebrities totally they're you they're know street celebrities and you're not you know you're not making them you're not like making fun of them. No, you're you're worshiping them, and you're you're pra- you're you're making them celebrity, more of a celebrity, you know, because yeah. people actually enjoy watching this type of content. I sit and watch your fucking Instagram all day for sure. And so, and so anybody who's listening right now, if you're on Instagram, which is every single motherfucker who's listening to this shit, mm-hmm. and you're about New York, check out New York Nico on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you're in New York, come and fuck with the movement. Fuck with the movement. Fuck with the fucking movement. You understand that? Absolutely. Because it's happening. And, uh, like, will you just tell me Tell me how the event, like, the talent show yeah, you're so, doing? Yeah, uh, so I, I, did, I was hit up by this, uh, this venue, um, and they wanted me to do some sort of event. You know, they, they didn't specify what they wanted. Um, you know, it could be a screening. It could be an art show, whatever. Um, and I was planning on, like, making this film kind of, like, with all my Instagram characters um, to screen there. But then I decided, you know what, that's going to take a little bit of work. Also, like, screenings are pretty fucking boring. Why not do something else? And then I had the idea to do a talent show um, where I would, like, bring all the, uh, you know, the crazy, talented people from my Instagram to one venue and just have them do their thing. So, yeah, so I... But you come across these crazy people, and they're not even that crazy. They're just New Yorkers who... Are they all homeless? Like, some of these people, no, I'm sure, man. have money. No. I yeah. mean, all different types of people. You know, you got Tiger Hood, who's the uh, the dude who plays golf with the milk cartons in the alleyway. Yes. Um, you know, Birdman. You, you got Larry the Birdman. 
Um, you know, you got Matthew Silver, the greatest performance artist in the history of the world. You got T Rex, the armless bucket drummer. You got yeah, Wendell, like 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 if if we're gonna describe these yeah. people, like you like the 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 guy Matt Silver. Yeah. He's the guy who has like the big head of hair. Yeah. He's always wearing like a a, a woman's bathing yeah, suit. Yeah. Like you know this guy. Matthew Silver is. I think Matthew Silver is um, the most popular street performer in the entire world. Because think about wow. it. He's the most popular street performer in New York City, hands down. Everyone knows who he is. He has like – dude, he has like a cult following. He has like 350,000 followers on Facebook. Oh, my God. For a street performer. I didn't know this. So he's, so he's getting money. No. Well, because he, he doesn't have a tip bucket out. He actually uh, – you know. We, so is I, he crazy? Is he crazy? Is he crazy? Uh, what is crazy? I don't know. Like, is, would you consider him to be, like, is he homeless? No. He's not homeless. No. So he's not crazy. No. But. Not, not to say, not to say that, you know, honestly, I'm homeless not, I'm people not are crazy. Be, I'm not trying to be, like, stubborn or anything, but, like, what, I, I don't know what crazy is anymore. I know, I know. I'm not trying to associate. I think you're crazy. I am crazy. Yeah. I am crazy. But I should speak not, to somebody. Like, but I'm not, like, mentally, mentally Ill. But maybe you are. I, I am. Know. I am. I definitely am. Yeah. I don't speak to anybody. I definitely am. But, sure. like, in a in a contained well, what, way. Yeah, what's your definition of crazy? That's what I'm trying to say. Is that I'm not, right now, I'm, I don't, I don't want to say that, I don't want to associate homelessness with yeah. craziness. Because that's a bad thing right. to do. And I want to I I just say that. Right. Because that's not what I'm trying to do. But I think that. There has to be a level of a screw loose. The same way how I'm going off on my Instagram and yeah. doing my crazy shit. That level of maybe it's just you know the 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 need for attention. Sure. You know. Yeah. Which is pretty much what all these people you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, that is something that a lot of the people that I film have in common is like they're they want to get their they want their voice to be heard. Heard. Yeah. Um. You know, Matthew Silver. Goes out every day, does his performance um, because he wants to spread love. He wants to spread the word of love. Mm-hmm. And uh, he used to have a, a tip bucket out um, when I first met him like four years ago. And I actually made a film about him um, and I asked him about the tip bucket. because kept... What's that called, the film? Um, it was for a series that I was doing called Know Your City. Oh, yeah, know yeah, your yeah. City. yeah. Does that still live? Yeah. Know Your City. Online. You should check that out. That's really cool, too. Um, so I asked him about because he kept talking about, you know, love and how important it was and how that's the most important thing in the world. And then I we started talking about, um, you know, his, the fact that he has a tip bucket out and um, how it's like kind of counterintuitive. Um, and during that interview, he kind of realized that he like didn't care about making money any off of his message. Like he'd he'd find a way to make money some other somehow, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but he didn't want to have a tip bucket out anymore. And ever since we had that interview together, he's never had a tip bucket. Hmm. So he goes out every day, most 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 just spreading love, just spreading love, doing his thing. It's for actually like kind a of like hours. beautiful. It's, it's amazing. A, it's a beautiful. Sentiment. A lot of people think that he's like you know this hipster fucking asshole who only cares about attention, himself and attention. Yeah, but he's really not. He's really he's, not. He's got an incredible message. It's shocking because you know I I could see where they're coming from when I first saw him. You know he was. He was in Bushwick, and he was dressed up as a pencil, and he was dancing and being silly. And I thought that he was super obnoxious, and he was a hipster. And mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to do this film on him because I just wanted to know more. You're even fascinated thought, by, even it. though I was I thought he was obnoxious, I was fascinated. But that's kind of when I learned that he's really about this. You know, he's really about his message, and um, he, it's working. It's wild. It's fucking working. Man. It's wild. You know? I think that like P Diddy posted a video of him. Um, a, f- a few. He's getting that ago P. Diddy like, recognition, yeah, dude. And P-, P. Diddy just changed his name to Love. Did you hear about that? I heard he changed his name. Who do you yeah. think? Who do you think's responsible for that? Oh, I think it's Matthew Silver. Okay, wow, he's got that much influence. Yeah, wow. And you know, Jeff Jeff Garland uh, reached out to me because of a Matthew Silver video. Oh, really? You know, I feel like it, it, my most viral video of all time is a Matthew Silver video. Wow. Um, people are just like enamored by him. Yeah, fascinated by it. Well, um, I'm I'm fascinated at the fact that you've these are these are real relationships that you have with these people. Mm. This isn't fake, yeah. you know. And you care about them too. You totally. Yeah. You, you for sure you do. Yeah. And I think that's what. And they can smell that. Yeah. You know, they know when people are just fucking with them, mm-hmm. and you know, 
or when someone just wants something from them. But that's what's so authentic about your Instagram is that it's just real interactions with these people. It's fucked up. I, I think if you're on Instagram and you don't follow New York Nico, then you're done fucked up. You mm-hmm. understand that? Um, so you're a New York guy through and through. And New York through and through. You're, you're single now, right? <laughs> Are you single? Uh-huh. That a boy. Okay, so how's that been? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Seems like something you don't want to talk about no. at all. Oh, let's get into no, it. I don't. I don't. I don't like talking about. You're a very. You're relationship. See, you're a very stuff. private. Yeah. Person. Yeah. You're very. I private. like. I like talking about my work. I like talking about the city, and you know the the people that I I. Your personal life is your personal life. Your personal life is personal life. Because my is personal life is not interesting. Mm-hmm. It's the the people, and I'm not that interesting. It's the people that I film who are interesting and the interaction Thank God for them because people mix that up people like see my instagram account and they're like oh nick is so interesting like i gotta talk to him i'm not it's the characters <laughs> go talk to them yeah you know and it's your interaction with them that's interesting sure yeah. yeah which is you just basically just speaking to them yeah 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 so washington square park is like where you spend a lot of time mm-hmm. i know you're from brooklyn mm-hmm um, I'm not from Brooklyn. I'm from Union Square. You live, I in, live Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. You live I in live Brooklyn. In Bed-Star, Pardon me. Yeah. Pardon me. Um, Shout out Biggie Smalls. Hey, want uh, <laughs> the original flourisher? <laughs> um, but tell me about your biggest New York staples when it comes to food. Ooh. Because I know you grew up in you grew up all over the city. Mm-hmm. You know, like even yesterday we were walking by some pizza spot and you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know what was that called. Pizza spot. This, in the Upper West Side. Oh, two boots. Two boots. I'd never even heard of that's, it. That's that's a great place to start. Yeah. Um, two boots. It's been around. I mean, forever. It's you know since I was a, a kid, maybe even before. Mm. Um, and my parents would kind of like, you know, get me two boots whenever I got, got a good grade or like you know did something. Hell yeah. Something good. Fuck yeah. Um, and I don't eat it that much anymore because uh, I try to stay away from from pizza and stuff because you know I'm 28 feel like my metabolism is slowing down and everyone's on that wave dog you know i'm I'm setting trends out here you understand that flexing on these hoes (laughs) no but seriously so i don't eat it as much anymore but i young probiotic in this bitch exactly my bad um but you got to check two boots out two boots fantastic okay so that's so what so my personally mm -hmm. i mean i could argue this i think with anybody but my favorite slice of, uh, of pizza in the city is prince street I think Prince Street's like I, honestly. I think Prince Street's the best slice of pizza I've ever had in my life. Prince Street. Prince, you, that's what it's called, or it's. You've on never Prince had Prince Street? Street pizza. I might have. What is it on Prince Street? It's on Prince Street. It's just in, uh, the little, in Soho. Oh, I gotta pull this. You, up. Dude, look at my Instagram. Oh, did you have it? I posted while you were here? like, it's see. This is my thing about pizza is that I'm usually a guy. I, I like thin slices of pizza. Oh yeah. I don't like thick slices no, no, of pizza. No, 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 no. I think it's disgusting. I think it's too doughy. Oh yeah. Prince, Prince Street. Sure. I was there the other day. Or not the other day. I was there like three months ago. Oh, Prince Street. So um, you know about it. Of course. Great, great slice. I, I think it's the best slice. Right. Great Sicilian. I, and the reason why I think it's so good is because is because I'm not usually a fan of a thick slice, mm-hmm. but they just do it so fucking proper. Like, right. it's so greasy and mm. burnt on the bottom, and then... It's got that like little fluffiness, and there you know they're using some fucking high end tomato sauce on that mm-hmm. shit. And how the, and the this is the this is what really fucking does they it. They better for be me. for this is what really does slice. it for me. This is what really does it for me. It's how the little pepperoni cups curl up and create like a little like 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 meat grease jacuzzi. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And how they're all piled on top of each other. They put so much fucking pepperoni on that pizza. You got so much fucking grease on your face after you gain three pounds. That's a fucking it's it's the only thick slice of pizza that I swear by. And if you are in New York and you have a chance to go buy Prince Street Pizza in Soho to get a slice of pepperoni, spicy pepperoni. Yo, I don't think it's called Prince Street Pizza. It is called Prince Street Pizza. Are you sure? Yes, I'm, I'm positive. Because I know exactly where you're talking about. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. This is like extremely serious. This is Prince Street Pizza. It's, it's on Prince Street. <laughs> okay, we know that. Places, Prince Street. I love how the Wi-Fi here. It's okay, you're connected. right. You're right. I am right. Yep, yeah, sorry. Prince Street Pizza. My apologies. That's okay. It's okay. So, what else is like well, staple? Staple New York shit. Like, and you know, it's not so much like I know that's a 
the, the one that you mentioned, the first one, mm-hmm. is kind of like a chain, and there's yeah. a few of them. Yeah. I want to hear about, like, the spot in Union Square, mm. like, that you grew up on, that okay. no one really knows about. Like, tell me about those types of spots. Well, I can tell you about the spots that tourists might not know about. Yes. But the locals know about. That's what um, I want to hear. So, you know, obviously, you, you do you know Mamoon's Falafel? No. Is that the one next to the so cellar? There's, there's uh, how many? Yes, it's the one next to the cellar. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yes, I do. It's not amazing, but it's cheap and it's quick. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's $3.50. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Also, too, shout out to the cellar, the chicken wings of the cellar. Have you ever had the chicken wings no. of the cellar? Never been to the cellar. I'm a big chicken wing guy. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I love chicken wings. Uh-huh. I grew up in Toronto. Duff's, St. Louis. I would go to Buffalo on hockey trips and Mm -hmm. fucking smash wings. Buffalo, obviously, shout out to Buffalo. Galleria Mall. Mm -hmm. Everything that's happening in Buffalo. So much happening in Buffalo. Anyways, the, the, I'm not, I'm not shitting on Buffalo. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a piss on Buffalo. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, the Buffalo wings at the cellar are unbelievable. Really? They're, there are some of the best wings I think. Look it up too. They've been. They, it's known. Oh, I would expect them to be like frozen. And no, 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 no. Delicious, fresh, really? absolutely incredible. And they come with these homemade chips and this ran- homemade ranch sauce. I saw the food at the cellar is really good. I went to if, I went to Caroline's recently. Okay, and I didn't eat, but I, there was somebody next to me eating wings. It looked terrible. Mm. I don't know if you've ever had the wings at Caroline's, but <laughs> you are hilarious. No, I, I have just, never had the wings at Caroline's. That is that was amazing. It though. just didn't look good. Just did not look good. No. no. Chicken wings are something that are easy to fuck up mm-hmm. if you don't fry them properly. You mm-hmm. gotta fry fucking chicken wings like sure. hard and deep. But yeah. Sure. Um well, So you, let me hear let me hear about some other spots. Russ and Daughters. Oh my god. I, we, we've been we to Russ and Daughters there, yeah. together. Yeah. Russ and Daughters, if you don't know, that's like a staple sturgeon, white fish, smoked salmon spot. Ugh, not so much a deli. Not so much a deli, more so a place where you can get bagel and cream cheese and lox. Mm-hmm. And they have delicious, um, you know, like dried apricots yeah. and chocolate and this, that, and the other. That's a that's Treats. a tourist trap, though. It is, especially on the weekend. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It's crazy. Getting a number there and, and getting a bagel is insane. You know where I went yesterday? Before, or Have not you been yesterday. to Russ and Daughter's Cafe? No, I haven't. I've been there, is which is actually very good. Yeah. And not that it's more so a deli, because it's not. It's a restaurant. Uh-huh. But they do serve uh, meat there. Huh. Um, what do you get when you're there? When I went, we got a big, like, sampler fish plate Oof. there was some white fish oh. there was some tuna salad there God. was some white fish salad there was some egg salad i, there, I definitely posted a photo of it. a bunch of tomatoes and onions and bagels oh, and, you fuck know me. i think i got a matzo ball soup to start off i also really like sedels people shit on it but i like sedels too good. yeah sedels is good it's good it's um, clean and it's good russ and daughters barney greengrass sedels Second Ave Deli, Zaybars, Russ and Daughters. Zaybars is too nebishy for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just too nebishy. Is the it's food like, nebishy though? It's just, what? it's just the people, uh, yeah, so and what? the lineup, and the and the, and the I, fucking I'm, wood on I the lo- floor. I love that. I love. I, it's just. No, I, I just. It's. 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 You know what? It's not so much Zaybars. Mm-hmm. If Zaybars was in Soho, yeah, it would be incredible. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. But it's just that I like I've been staying in the Upper West yeah. Side, so I'm gonna shit on the Upper West know, Side right I know now. You don't but like the Upper West Side. I do not like the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. Way too nebishy. I'm, I I love Jews. Mm-hmm. I love Jews. I'm Jew. I'm like I'm not a self hating Jew. A little bit, mm-hmm. but just when like you know, it's just so like like. Do <laughs> I you know love what? that though? I love that too. <laughs> but it's overwhelming. Too many it's, of them exactly, in one place. <laughs> exactly. 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 Sure. That's what it is. Right. It's just it too can much be overbearing. Of it. it can be sure. overbearing. Like right. anybody who's been to Zaybars, if you're not Jewish, you're, it's going to be like culture shock yeah. when you go there. But absolutely, uh, it's it is it is another. Staple. You know where I went the other day was mm. Katz's for the first time in like 15 years. Wow. I took a an old uh, 90, two 90 year old uh, two 90 year olds who are actually I'll I'll plug this real quick. Mm. They are in the uh, the remake of Annie Hall. Oh, wow. They're doing a remake of Annie Hall. These two, this two, cu- this couple, Harry and Shula. Oh my so god! I, I, t- I know. I took them out to lunch oh uh, at Katz's. Had to wait for you fucking, mensch. Yes, uh, I had to wait for forty-five minutes online, but it was very tasty. Oh my god, Katz's very is tasty. A, Katz's is a staple. Oh my god, you know where you have to go. You're gonna fucking love. Have me. you ever been to Faico's? 
Yeah, of course. Oh my god, great, Ficos great sandwich, great sandwich. I oh. think it's pronounced Fike, Fike, Fachos, Fikeos. I don't know. Fachos, Fachos, Fikeos, amazing. Oh, right next to John's Pizza. Oh, that cutlet and the rapini. Oh fuck. Do you ever have you ever gone to Cones for ice cream? No. That's right next to to Fikeos, Fachos. Okay. It's really good. Mm. But you're gonna love me after I give you this recommendation. Have you ever been to Sammy's Romanian? No. Oh, heavy. Where is it? You're go- oh my god, dude! You oh. like you like fucking J- Jewish food, though, of course. Right? Like uh, fucking cat uh, stuffed cabbage. Of course, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you fuck with um, liver? Yeah, dude, this place is incredible. So where is this? Where it's, is this? It's it's been around since like the fifties, maybe even earlier. It's mm. on. Uh, it's right off of Houston Street, like downtown Lower East Side. Um, kind of pricey, but it's an experience. And they have this guy named. Uh, Oh my God, L- Lenny Love. I posted an Instagram of him once. Okay, I think you might have commented on it. I but he's Lenny- the, just like this old Jewish guy uh, who just like sings Frank Sinatra and whatever, and he like makes little jokes during his songs. Mm. He plays the piano, and he's there every night performing while you eat your fucking stuffed cabbage oh and latkes and this, stuff. This- Please, while you're here, is it in leave, Manhattan? Yeah, I'm leaving Monday. Let's Dude, go. Go. Let's go. Go. Okay. Um, fucking incredible. Is it open on Sundays? Should be okay. There's a food um, festival going on downstairs that I noticed. That, yes. that I might go to after might this. Might have to yeah. check that out. Might have to flourish but on that hard. Sammy's, you got to check that out. Hell yeah. Uh, what else might be a um, something that you haven't? Hmm. I'm just like my. Do you ever go to Peter Luger's in Brooklyn? Yeah. Well, you're a Brooklyn guy, I've, so I'm I've just wondering. Been, I'm I, went a, there I love once. steak. I'm yeah. just. It's not. I'm not. What's I'm your not favorite big steak? steak? You're not big into not steak. Not big into steak. Trying to think about the other steak houses. I've, I've been to Wolfgang. Did you go to Homestead? It's in Chelsea. No. That's that's a good steak place. Okay. Um, where do you else? eat? Do you eat, do you eat ramen and sushi and like Asian food? Yeah. Where do you? Where? Um, I love Asian. Yeah. All different types of Asian food: Japanese, Thai, all of it. Uh, like, didn't we go to a Mission? Didn't we? What's that Chinese place that we go to? In that little street, you know, the little corner. You always take photos oh, there. Oh, of course. Did we go? No, we didn't go there. I think. Well, Joey take me. Used um, to take me there. Namwa. Namwa. Namwa is incredible. I love that dim place. Sum. Oh my god. Great dim sum. I'd love to go there tomorrow. But oh. yo, if you want, if you want fucking lit dim sum, mm. and you want to like just be in in the fucking cut with the locals, mm. go to Flushing Queens. Okay. Um, they have very very nice dim sum there. See, like I want to say something now. Please. I feel like I have a pretty good, accurate depiction of what good Chinese food is mm-hmm. and what good dumplings are. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge, huge um, Asian population in Toronto. Really? Huge. Oh, wow. Absolutely. I guess they're Massive. Everywhere. Massive. No, but it's particularly large in Toronto. Wow. And in certain areas of Toronto, uh, Markham, just these little pockets of, in different areas. And, you know, it's just like, it's almost like the bagel talk, you know, like people say the best bagels are in New York, Montreal, Toronto. I personally, and this, I'm not trying to be biased. I think it's Toronto. Yeah. New York bagels are too, there's too, there's too much dough in the, Mm. in the bagel. It's too dense. You know, you're eating like a rock of dough. I like something that's a little fluffier and. Mm. I think that after, you know, living in California, spending time in New York, living in Toronto, I think Toronto has the best Asian food. Wow. Yeah. Like, I think the dumpling scene in Toronto is the best. And I've been to Arcadia out by out in California, and I've been to the spots here, you know, and checked it out. But I, th- I really think Canadian Chinese food is the best. Not only dumpling, but like there was this place called Lee Garden. Mm-hmm. It's like you know how every Sunday you go for Chinese new family or like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you got Chinese food. Jews love Chinese. There's this place called Lee Garden. It's a legendary restaurant in Toronto and closed down after 30 or 40 years mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And that could I think that's the best Chinese restaurant that I ever ate at, you know. There's there's another restaurant called Le Wahin which is unbelievable in Toronto. Have you ever been to Toronto? No. When you come, you'll learn the food scene in Toronto is so fucking cutting edge. Really? And they've got it's unbelievable. I had a meeting the other day and they were, they were asking me, "What cities interest you for food?" And I was like, 
you know, obviously mention like Tokyo and fucking London because I want to get paid to go to fucking Tokyo, you know, and eat some sushi. But Toronto is really popping off. And Montreal, too. I was born in Montreal, brought up in Montreal. Have you been to Montreal? Yes. So you know about Schwartz's. You've had poutine. Have you been to Beauties? I don't don't remember. So what do you think is the best bagel? We've been half hour. Wow, that's it. That's it. This felt way longer. <laughs> that, that's not good. I know. <laughs> Wait, is, is this a good episode though? Is it, is it good? Fuck yeah! I, I think so. Going. Yeah, hell yeah. I usually get into the food a little later on. Okay. But the interview, I guess, was shorter than we sure. thought it was. Yeah. Um, um, let's just shoot the shit for thirty minutes. Yeah. Talk. Um, um, so, like, I personally think, and listen, I probably sound like I'm being really biased towards Toronto because I'm saying the best Chinese foods in Toronto, mm. and I'm saying that the best bagels are in Toronto. But anybody who's had a New York, Montreal, and Toronto bagel knows the difference. You know, like can I can I be honest with you? Of course. I feel like I'm uh, I'm shooting myself in the foot here, being like the the New York guy. Mm. I'm not picky when it comes to bagels. Oh, so you don't even care. You could give me a fucking frozen bagel how how can you not care as a jew i can't taste as a new yorker i can't taste the difference how can you not taste the difference it's all about the schmear it's all about i i couldn't disagree with you anymore i respect your opinion sure but i don't even have to respect it i this is this it's not respect respectable no it's 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 really not (laughs) what you're saying you're basically saying you're a garburator okay let me can i can i can i no let's focus on on bagels and then i'll yeah 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 Disappoint I, you even more. Yes, okay, because I want to talk about something. Because this is what the difference to, to bagels is for me. When you get a New York bagel, it's extremely dense. You understand? That's what a New York bagel is. Boiled, dense, density. Like, it's hard, almost. Like, I had a, a bagel from Barney Greengrass the other day, toasted, and it's, like, hard. It's, mm-hmm. like, the bagel's, like, hard. It's not, you're, you're not, it's not a seamless bite it's like when you're taking a bite of the sandwich like everything's falling out of it because the bagel's hard and the stuff in between it is a completely different texture right so that's why i don't like the new york bagel you know what i want to do with you what i want to do a taste test a blind taste test we should i want to give you a bagel from a bodega let's film like a dollar let's dollar bodega i want to give you a bagel from fucking Ross and Daughters, okay. or someplace with yep. like a more yeah, yeah. expensive H and H, H and H and H. Okay, I want to see if you can tell the difference because I bet you can't. Oh wow! This is this is we're doing this. Well, I bet Let's you do it. But what do are we it. betting? This is just like respect. <laughs> I don't respect. think we should, this shouldn't be money you'll, because uh, in all reality, you'll probably guess it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna get it. Well, maybe we no. We'll we'll fucking maybe we'll do like three or four different yeah. bagels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, fuck me up. But yeah. but what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get at here is that bodega bagels, one dollar bodega bagels are delicious. I'm not Just disagreeing with that. I am not a... disagreeing with that. There is nothing better than a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel and or roll from any single deli in New York City. And that do is get, do you get bacon, egg, and cheeses when you're in LA? Do no, have you that? can't. You can't. You can't. That's right. And it's a fucking shame. And you know what doesn't exist in LA? Bodegas. Like there's no there's no but there's no fucking delis. It's insane to so me. So where would you go to get? Because there's got to so be one, bacon, egg, no, and no, cheese. No, no, no. Of course there's bacon, egg, and cheese places. There's a place called Egg Slut that serves bacon, egg, and cheeses. But it's not It's not the same. It's like an artisanal right, fucking so bacon, egg, and cheese. Right, so you're going to wait on, like 30 minutes and, and, online. But like, there's a place called Free Range, which uh-huh. is unbelievable. That place is unbelievable. That place is like my favorite, Free Range. They actually have a sandwich named after me. It's called The Heavy. It's a bacon, egg, and cheese with a hash brown on it and the special sauce. It's fucking delicious. If you're in L.A., go to Free Range. It's unbelievable. They serve it on this fluffy-ass bun, and the ba- and everything's organic, like crispy bacon, fresh Free Range egg, melted cheese, Oof. this like crazy aioli and ketchup and spicy sauce. It's fucking insane. Um Free range is the closest thing that I can get to, like, but that's not a a bacon egg and cheese. Mm-hmm. Like a bacon a bacon egg and cheese on a roll is a New York thing, and it's the best. Right. Like after this, I want to go get a bacon egg and cheese. Like just from what but, are some from, other bodega foods that you like that you can't get out in LA? Like you can't get a chopped uh, chopped cheese. Chopped cheese. Do you ever get you know um, chopped cheese? Like chopped cheese are fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. You know. 
hamburger meat and the mm-hmm. fucking cheese on the roll. It's, it's a fu- Can it's you a, get beef hero. patties? Have you ever had a beef patty? Of course. Yeah. Well, that's another thing in Toronto. The Jamaican scene mm. is huge. And there's a there's an area called Eglinton West. And there's a place called my I think my favorite place to eat beef patties in Toronto is this place called Randy's. But even yesterday, like I see they're serving beef patties at like, you know, pizzerias or whatever. Yeah. Like we grabbed a slice and there's a beef patty. I got a beef patty. It was fucking disgusting. Oh, you, you think so? Yeah. Well, I mean the beef patty that I had. Yeah. At whatever fucking you know pizza spot I was, was it at, soggy. It just wasn't the, the it wasn't fresh. Yeah, it wasn't spicy. It was falling apart. Right. Like they're I'm used to some, I'm, fresh, I'm used yeah. to like some shit that's like straight out of the oven. Randy's they're literally right. popping them out of the oven all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to take a moment now that we're talking about beef patties. There's a guy. His name's uh, Darby, and he is a. Chef de Cuisine at a restaurant called One in Toronto, which I'll take you to when you come to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of has free range to do whatever the fuck he wants. I follow him on Instagram, and he's always, like, making veal bacon and curing, yeah. making bagels and curing salmon. You should follow him. He's got yeah. a great account. Um, and he's always cooking for all the celebrities that come to Toronto, drink Tiff, Drake, this person, that person. He's, like, the guy, you know, who's taking care of all the celebrities. He started making Kobe beef oxtail beef patties at this restaurant that look so fucking good and darby i don't know if you're listening right now but if you're in toronto and you want i I can pretty much guarantee an incredible culinary experience go to one order the beef patties i'm pretty sure they're off the menu he also fucking Inspired by White Castle, made these little sliders. See, this is this is my favorite type of food. Is when a chef takes things that people love and uses really high end ingredients. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me, at least. So he made these like little White Castle burgers that are unbelievable. Yeah, Flamissimo. Anyway, so let's let's go back to to what you're working on because yeah. I think we've dried it out with food. I'm just. I'm, a, I'm just stoned so and thinking it. Yeah, I'm just stoned and thinking we about all the food I want to eat. Yeah, this. I'm so, so fucking hungry. hungry, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> people who are listening to this, like, you got to eat something. Yeah. You got to have like some snacks. Uh, yeah. you're sitting here and listening Oof. to this, bagels or some bagel chips and some chocolate cream cheese or something. But so people don't really know what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you are a really talented photographer and director. Mm-hmm. Is most your work? Is it commercial? I mean, yeah. I, so you're, you're you're a passion guy, though. Totally. So yeah, the Instagram is kind of like my passion project, mm-hmm. and then I have Heller Films, which is my production company. We do commercials, branded content, you know, doc series, uh, you know, you name it. Because um, we almost worked together on something. Yeah, we did almost. And work I'm together. actually really, I actually want to work with you on yeah, something because we'll, I, I know you're extremely talented. You have a great eye. Thank you. You know, I appreciate so that. what are you working on now? So, uh, you know, I have the Instagram thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was approached by Facebook. They have uh, this pro- this platform called Facebook Watch, which is like their YouTube competitor. Okay. Um, and they reached out to me, and they wanted me to to help launch this platform for them. Um, and they've been fucking awesome. They just this gave is me, the future. Yeah, it's the future. They gave me complete creative control uh, over what I'm doing. Um, so I decided to take this uh, the the New York's Got Talent concept, which was the talent show I was telling you before and turn it into an interview series um, where I just, you know, film myself hanging out with a, a talented New Yorker. Um, and, you know, generally it's like a 60-minute thing, and I cut it down to anywhere from like 7 to 15 minutes. And, you know, it's all shot on my cell phone, kind of in, in a similar style as my Instagram. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll add like random B-roll and, and supplemental imagery and stuff like that. So uh, it kind of like helps tell more of a story than um, what you're used to from my Instagram, which is kind of just like these quick moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you have people like Charlie the Wolf, and you have T-Rex, and you have Paperboy the Prince. T-Rex is the one who plays the drums the with no hands. Drummer, yeah. I, I love the video when you go and you, you flick his nipple. Oh, my God. He's, <laughs> he's, he seems he's like great. a great guy, he's really awesome. nice guy. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how you, you have real relationships with these people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I also have, you know, non-street performers. Uh, you know, I have... Daniel Arnold, who's an amazing street photographer. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Claw Money, who's an amazing graffiti artist. Yes. I have Mr. I Mort, who's a you know fashion photographer. Um, you know Harry and Shula. The, the is two. Jeff doing one? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. He, I mean, I'm. I, I 
When I say try, Jeff, I mean Jeff Garland, who's who's someone right. who New York Nico has. A um, I I try to him. like have have it be like New Yorkers on mm-hmm. the show. New he's on New York. Talent. No, he's well. He's from Chicago. He lives in L.A. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the the concept is it's very vague. You know, it's New York's Got Talent, so talent can be anything. You mm-hmm. know, Charlie the Wolf doesn't have necessarily a talent, but he's keeps it real. And he's a cool ass dude. And Charlie the Wolf me, is the old talent. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, he's he seems interesting. Yeah. So I had him on the show. He's like a joker. Yeah. He's a he's he he's miserable. What, you what's know? the he's deal with a, the little kid? Who's who's the kid? Oh, that's Luca two times. Who's Luca I gotta two have times? him on the show. That's a good point. Who's who's he? Uh, so I've been hanging out at this spot called the Panini Shop. Have I not? I have not taken you to the Panini. No. Shop. What's the Panini Shop? We gotta go to the Panini Shop. Yeah, we got heavy. It. Yeah, let's go. So that the Panini Shop is where I've been meeting a lot of these characters, like Charlie the Wolf, like Luca two times, mm. um, and it's just like this, this the Panini Shop. Yeah, you know, it's You're this coming and get a Panini. It's this OG Panini Shop in Williamsburg. Panini is such and, a great word. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, and their, their catchphrase is "How's your Panini." Um, but as I love as this place. I'm sure you know, and a lot of the listeners probably know, Williamsburg is is slowly turning into, you know, hipster central. Um, and a lot yes. of these, like, OG Italian businesses. And I hear the food scenes in all these boroughs are crazy in yeah. Queens and, and totally. in Brooklyn. Um, but, yeah, like, a lot of the OG Italians are getting kicked out and Italian-Americans are getting kicked out. And uh, But there are a few spots that are left, like Carmine's Pizzeria and, um, you know, fucking uh, There's a place Model in- T Meats and... And the panini shop. Mm. So, you know, it's been around for 30 years. And uh, I, you know, went a few times and noticed that that's where all the OG locals went to hang get their out. food and hang out. Uh, so I started hanging out there and I befriended the son of Anthony and son. It's called Anthony and son's panini shop. Okay. Um, and I befriended the son, Sabino. And uh, he just started introducing me to all these people and kind of just fell in love with them. Yeah, I yeah, met yeah. Charlie first. And then I met Luca, and for those who don't know, Luca is this super talented, charismatic, funny ten-year-old. Yeah. Um, what does he do? He goes to school. He's yeah, ten yeah, years yeah. old. No, I know, I know, but he's like, he's hilarious. <laughs> no, he's just like very, he's an amazing kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's got great, destined great, to great be voice. Very successful. Yes, yes, yes. He just, you just hear it. Yeah. He's just got it. Yeah. So you know, one it's day, fascinating, and he loves, you know, he's chubby. He's of course, a, he's that's chub- why I love him too. I love you know, and he loves food. Exactly, God, you got to meet this. That's kid, what I'm man. saying. You, love, you know, that's you what I'm saying. Him. I already do. Um, I'm a fan of him. Yeah. Well, he loves food through the Instagram. Loves food. Yeah. So one day he was uh, eating a panini, and I just asked him to review it for me, and uh, it was an incredible review. He like. It was it was unlike anything you'd ever seen before. I'd like, love you, to see you, it. You know, you follow all these food accounts, and like you got this fucking dork like reviewing some shit, and so, so boring. dry. Exactly, so like the food dry. looks great, but they're so boring. This kid just like does his own. He's not influenced by anything, and he just like reviewed this sandwich in a way that I'd never kind of heard anything like this before and he, he like he he loved it so much that he took me to meet the the guy who made it this like hispanic dude in the back room he's like you know matter of fact i'm gonna go and take you to, to meet this guy so he goes to introduces me to him and I love uh, this kid. yeah so we just started like having him review shit and he cherishes it yeah he's so he's great he's fucking fantastic and I he's love gonna that. be a star i'd love to shoot something like i'd love to shoot a, a piece of food content with you and him, maybe just going to the panini shop. So off next the rec- time I'm in New York. Off the record, uh. we just filmed a sizzle reel uh, for a reality show for, for, for him, Luca. So we can't do anything else with him. Okay, that's the, fine at the moment. That's fine. Well, me and Luca will link up. You and Luca will fucking yeah. love each other. And when we come together, it'll be a flourish. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, it'll be an absolute. Flourish. Yeah, we got to eat. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so that's so interesting. This Facebook platform. See, what I've realized, and I'm glad we're talking about this content because. In each of the episodes that I've done with the previous episode was with another director mm-hmm. named Michael D. Ratner, young guy from Toronto. And then the previous episode to that was with Josh Peck. And in every episode, we've been talking about content because we all make it. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you about this, about how things are transitioning mm-hmm. to digital. Mm-hmm. And even Mike, Mike was saying, Michael was saying it. He's like, I think the future is all in digital and short content. And so do I, you yeah. know. Especially because most of the content that I release has been 
just strictly through my Instagram. Totally. And my Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Usually through the story, which is like 10 seconds. You know, you can post a bunch of videos. You know, you, you have 60 seconds if you want to say something that you really want to say, mm-hmm. you know. But it's... Uh, I don't know where I was going with it. This is the problem with smoking weed. No, you're good. What, what was I saying? Di- Before the, that? Oh, yeah, the, the content. Yeah, yeah, the move yeah. to digital. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is that it's, it's a complete transition. Totally. Like, it's it's interesting because I was telling you about my Know Your City series. Mm. Um, that was like the, the ahead first. Of its, ahead of its time. It was totally ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. No, um, that was, it was in like 2013 and I was doing these documentaries on New York street characters and they were great little videos, um, but, you know, they were five to eight minutes long and on YouTube, and no one was really watching it. So, you know, it was pretty discouraging because it was mm-hmm. good content, you know, great, great characters. Um, so after two seasons of that, I decided to kind of, like, move it to Instagram, and that's when New York Nico was birthed. Um, you know, I started Didn't making, it start off at Ricky Shabazz? It did. And I then used it to changed. Be, when I made music videos, I went as Ricky Shabazz. Yes, um, and who have you shot music videos for? Uh, fucking, I don't know. Bunch, A lot of people. Bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> biggest um, biggest ones i who biggest one i don't know i did one for prodigy r.i.p oh fuck man um, r.i.p to prodigy yeah I'm, mob d check it out they're all online hell Rick, yeah ricky shabazz hell yeah also r.i.p um oh because that just doesn't it, it doesn't exist anymore. but it still lives it lives on on the online. internet so. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um but anyway so like i made the new york nico account and i started uh filming a lot of the people that i made these documentaries on like matthew silver and larry the birdman and that's when larry the birdman has such an interesting story oh for sure Uh, yeah and you can you can find that i didn't know your city episode on him where he tells his whole story can you actually i remember when you first told me that there's two things i want to talk about larry the birdman because this this and then the other thing that happened in washington square park with me and you which i'll never forget God, I'll never forget. I, I want to talk about it. About I'm gonna, that. I want to talk about. It. I'll bring it up. I'll tell a story. Right really, now. you're okay, okay with that? It's yeah, not t- embarrassing. It's the most embarrassing. Th- one of the most embarrassing but things you're okay I've ever with done. It? I think I have to because it's it was a, such a learn. Yeah. You, okay. You, you, well, you, let me you, give some context. So, Larry the Birdman, for those who don't know, is uh, this this crazy, awesome fucking. Wild... Tell the Larry story first. Okay. His story. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he's you know he he used to be homeless. I don't think he's homeless anymore. I think he has a has a place. But he goes to the park every day and uh, just hangs out with the pigeons, like hundreds of pigeons, hundreds of covered pigeons, in pigeons, covered in pigeons, feeding the pigeons. He knows pigeons all their are names. eating out of his mouth. Yes, he knows all their names. They all know him. He, you know, it's they disgu- eat out it's, of his mouth. It is. Uh, it's 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 shocking when totally. you first hang out with totally. him. It's it's you have to get over it. Yeah, because it's it's a lot to handle. Yeah. So I um I was making this film on him when I was doing Know Your City, and uh, he uh, he mentioned that he he was in prison for twenty years. And I asked him why, and he told me the story. And the story is that he um, he was at home. He was living in San Diego. He used to be in the army, right? No, he was not in the army. Okay, sorry. Um, he I don't know what I'm talking. He about. was married with a child, and uh, he was at home with them. And two intruders came into his apartment and killed his wife and kid. And he caught the two guys and decapitated them. And when the police showed up there were two severed heads on his front lawn and he he was locked up for 20 years this is his story i don't know if it's true but this is his story i think it's true yeah i mean i believe it i believe it but anyway so that's that's who larry is and what, and then what after was it, 20 like two years, years ago three, oh yeah so then after 20 years he moved to to new york and became the birdman became the birdman um, but the birds kind of like keep him sane it's actually kind of beautiful it, it, I don't I'm just thinking to myself like I don't even want to throw shade towards the story mm-hmm. because if it because if it is true it is so fucking sad yeah. and fucked up and yeah. crazy and personally like obviously you're not allowed to decapitate people left right and center you know that's not something you're if allowed to do they killed your wife and kid but if somebody that's what i'm saying yeah. how could how could you send someone to jail how could he go to jail for 20 years yeah that's why i don't, I don't think in, in i that, have the full story yeah because i feel like they'd be able to argue that in that moment he wasn't thinking sane you know because his well, just also, lost his it, wife and his kid yeah. so that's why he acted the but way it, he did it's you know? also self defense right I don't. Decapitating I don't know someone works. is a little more than self-defense, but he, I, I half believe it. Yeah, 
I half believe it. Yeah. Because he's... I'm like 75% believe Yeah, yeah. I'm about at 60. Okay. Yeah. Well, not like, he, not like he gives a fuck if I believe it or not. I mean, he's feeding his birds and living his life, you know? He's crazy, though. What I don't... what 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 The thing that gets over me, because I'm like a little bit of a germ freak. Uh-huh. No, I'm not like Howie Mandel. But, I mean, not to shit on Howie Mandel's germ problem. There's no problem with that. Like, there's... It's, you know, but it's kind of weird. But that's a whole other story. Respect. Respect to Howie Mandel. Staying clean. That's fine. What I want to know is is how long did it take you to get over the disgustingness of it? Because it is disgusting. Yeah. Let's just say that. It's it, it is it's disgusting. You know the those, birds are those not... birds are very clean. And the this reason why they're so is... clean, they're cleaner than anywhere else in the city. And it's clean, are they're they cleaner than rats? Of. Oh yeah, are you kidding? Of course, right? Yeah. How are they taken care of? The people in the park, Larry. They feed them they're properly, f- they bathe them, they take care of them. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, like... But he's not a veterinarian. No. Is he fixing the birds if they, if they break... If if they get injured, he takes them to the Wild Bird Fund uptown. Oh, wow. There's like a community of bird people. Yes, in the park. yes, I've he's noticed that. He's not yet. He's not the only bird. No, man. no, no. But he is one of the main ones. Yes. So what are the coolest tricks... I'm fascinated by him. Yeah. I've seen him do tricks, yeah. too. What are the... Like, when he, like... Oh, well, he... he um. He, he he makes them flock. Yeah, he can he can call he them. them yeah. he, you know, he can send them away, uh, and they come in hundreds. Yeah, and they also, know him for sure. It's fucked up. Yeah, have anybody who's seen Home Alone knows the fucking crazy bird lady mm-hmm. and how fucking sweet she is, yep. and how she comes to the fucking rescue, and she's the biggest fucking gem yeah. ever, and she got a really bad rep because of the birds. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm talking about, is that when I first met Larry the Birdman, is there's that moment to, it take it took me, I'd say about 45 minutes yeah. to an hour of hanging out to him to look past the birds yeah. into his soul. Sure. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. To see that he was just like this really sweet guy. Yeah. And this is a he, great he, segue. He, this is a great segue to your embarrassing story. Oh my God. So listen to how- Let's this see is if you most, remember it the same way I remember it. <laughs> it was the most- it, first of all, I'm going to shit on myself right now because I don't know what mental Please state. Please don't hold anything back. I'm not. I'm not going to hold anything back. I don't know what type of fucked up mental state I was in when this <laughs> happened for me to act this way, okay? Because I'm out here trying to get it, and that's what the fuck New York is. Do you understand that? Trying to get it. That's what the hustle is. That's what New York is. I fucking love that about New York. That's New York. <laughs> I'm fucking sitting there with my boy New York Nico, Nicholas. Nicholas Heller is his real name. <laughs> For any of y'all who want to Google Yo, that. I'm sorry. I'm just like reliving this a story. Dude, it is such a fucked up thing that happened. We're sitting there. We're minding our own <laughs> business. And out of nowhere, homie comes up. Young kid. Maybe what? 17 17 year old 17 year old African American kid comes up off his skateboard and basically pretty aggressively offers to sell it wasn't aggressive that's normal yeah 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 that's normal normal. it was normal but for whatever reason I felt like it was aggressive this is where I was so out of pocket this is where I was so out of pocket so he comes and he's like in the park he's like trying to sell his art he's trying to make money it's like what the fuck who would have a problem (laughs) With that, you know, like, why? Why would you ever have a problem with somebody trying to make a living, especially in New York City? You understand? Right. Amplified by that. Everyone's trying to get money everywhere, but in New York, you know what it is. You know what the fuck it is. So for whatever reason, I just wasn't having it. And I was like, oh, 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 you're going to sit here and try and sell me this. You're going to, you're going to. I was like, no, that's what you're not going to do. That's what I said. I said that. I fucking had what what fucked up state I was in to say this shit to this fucking kid who's just trying to make a buck and hustle. Not to mention, it's a piece of art. You understand? Like, I was so It's not like he was trying to sell you drugs. I was so out of pocket. I was so out of pocket. It was like, looking back on it, I must have been in a fucked up state. Probably. Because... 
Like now, if it can, if that happened now, I'd probably buy it. I'd probably yeah. give him twenty bucks. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Because well, that's, that's who man. I you am. Learn from it. Because that's who I am. But stop. But stop. Let me finish this story. This fucking kid looks at me, goes, "What the?" F-? He, he was like, "Oh." He went zero to hundred. He went quick. zero to hundred real quick. He was gonna fucking take a skateboard and smash my fucking face, and he was in, and he had every right. I was so out of pocket. Sitting there like a fucking asshole. Who am I to tell this kid he can't fucking hustle his art and to shoot it down? Yeah. You know? And I'm, you know what? The reason why I'm talking about this right now is because these types of experiences is what, like, th- that, that was a huge loss mm-hmm. for me. I consider that a loss. I got I was, mad respect for you saying that. It, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, respect. my God. It was, I, th- I remember after, I was like, I was just uncomfortable. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with tell me? Tell the rest of the story, though, because you remember... Uh, Larry is involved. Oh my God. That's the the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this kid's going off, and I'm like, I'm a, listen, like, at that point, I was you like, know I shit. You filmed the whole thing, right? I, 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 there's footage I had the, of this? I had the whole thing. This is fucked and up. And I never put it out. This because is I fucked didn't up. Wanna, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, I was at a point where I'm like, oh shit, I, I, I just said some, like, this kid, I, he was ready to fuck, like, he was ready to fuck me up. I was like, oh shit, I might have to, like, what do we, like, I fucked up so hard. I was like, I literally might have to, like, to, like, Beyond defend myself right now. Like, I might have to fight this kid now. Like, beat the shit out of this kid because I said something that was so out of pocket. So ridiculous. Larry the Birdman's with us, though. You do. Larry starts going off. Like, then it just turns into a Larry show. Larry just starts fucking losing his mind. Do you remember he took his bike chain? Took Yeah, start, and I'm like. He I, starts swinging I, I was, like, so. Imba- it was the most embarrassing fucking shit I'd ever done. One of the most embarrassing things Wait, I'd ever done. can I interrupt you? You have so, the footage? So I I never told you this mm. because you're not in it. I mm. didn't blow up your spot, but I did use a clip of the kid saying, I'm going to fuck you up for another video. Hell yeah. Let me, let me hear it. It's a quick – it's very quick Let me clip. hear it. Let me hear it. All right. Hold on. Fuck. He had every right to fucking want right, to fuck ready? me up, and he should have fucked me up. Fuck. It's like a part of a, a montage. Oh, 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 but, oh, oh. He, he was... Let me tell you something to any young artist Okay, wait, there. wait, wait, hold on. Here ready? it is. You gotta hear this. It's, Before it's we end, first, I, want, I have something really important like I want to say. It's like the first three seconds. Ready? I'm like, relax, That's, bro. That was me saying oh, that relax. that was you saying relax? <laughs> so what's... I just want to say this before we end. I, as an artist, and as somebody who's like putting shit out, I've been told no a lot. You understand? And that's probably why I was in that. I, I was just yeah. in a bad mind state. Right. And I'd heard no so many times that I wanted to say no to somebody. You understand? That's, that's it, it was, And it, it was just a sign of where I was at mentally. I just wasn't sound and I wasn't thinking straight because that's just not who I am. Yeah. I, I want to see everyone. I want to see everyone flourish. I want to see everyone rise. Especially that's, the hustlers. Especially an artist yeah. who's hustling. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And this is what I, this is the point of this. There's there there's something that I gain from this, and it's this. It's this lesson that I want to give to you right now. Is as a young artist, any young artist who's out there, because I for sure as hell haven't made it. You understand that? Far from it. But I know that I need to keep on going. You understand? And that you have to always be pushing. You understand? And so any young artist listening to this right now, I want to tell you, like, if anybody ever shoots you down like I did to that poor fucking kid, you know, who had every right to fucking swing a skateboard at me and want to fuck me up, just don't listen to it. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because it comes from an, it comes from a place of lo- loss. Mm-hmm. It comes from a place of loss. And it's, it's, not, it's not a winner's mentality. And you can get caught up in losses. And if you do, it can fuck you up like mm-hmm. it did that day with yeah. me when I fucking shot this poor kid down who was just trying to hustle his fucking art, which was actually, now that I think about Maybe it, I you helped him. I think I think we, it was, in the end, it was like, who knows? Yeah. I was at a loss for words. I felt like a piece of shit. I yeah. was a piece of shit. But like when you come to those moments, it, you realize things, you yeah. know, and it makes you a better person. And I will never, ever shoot down. I, I, I never have since that day, yeah. you know? And if anybody listening to this, if anybody's shooting you down, and I've been picked on too. It's part of me getting picked on and that whole thing. Like, it's, it's tough. You just have to stay away from that type of energy. 
know that you have something special, stick with it, keep pushing, you know, and you will fucking shine so fucking hard. And if there's anything that that kid gained from that day, I hope it was that. Like, mm-hmm. fuck that guy. And he was like, fuck that guy. He was more than like, fuck that guy. I'm sure, I'm sure it gave, I'm sure it even, I'm, in a fucked up way, it probably motivated him even more. Do you know what I'm saying? So let's so, hope we see him fucking. That's what I'm saying. I hope, I don't know who that kid is. I don't know where he is. If for whatever reason, somehow you're listening to this, hit me, dog. And I will lunch on me. Yes. You understand? That'd be lovely. And I'd love to introduce you to some other people. Because that's yeah. who I really, that's that's what it is. That's the real That's happy. New York. Yeah. So on that fucking note, I want to thank my guy, Nicholas Heller, thank New you, York man. Nico. I think fun. we had an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. I got a little spun off with the food because I'm stoned and shit, but I'm really happy to have you in. I'm excited to have you back. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Cheers.